0: Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life? Who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So this week, I'm talking about the idea of who am I to, who am I to get to run my business this way? Who am I to get to go on this trip? Who am I to charge these prices? Who am I to maintain and enforce these policies? Who am I to be anywhere I'm at? And, you know, I think as hairstylists for a long time, it became this idea like we were indoctrinated into as young hairstylists, that being a hairstylist is not like a desirable career. Well, boom, 10 years later, 2010-ish, I'll say, enter Instagram, social media, and I could be getting the year wrong. So that's just at a glance. Um, And it's like, boom, now we have a desirable career. But we don't have the inner worlds for that to be something that a lot of us feel confident living out. And so what does that look like? That looks like staying in salons that don't honor us. It looks like feeling that we don't deserve to have the kind of lives and to take up the kind of space that other people take up. And it makes us ultimately people pleasers and people that feel apologetic for breathing. I'm not saying everyone gets like that. It's just, it's a twisted web we weave. And I don't think we start off this way. I think we start off with the best of intentions. I think we start off wanting to have an impact. And I think that it starts off being 19, 18, 17. And so we've never built the internal world to be able to have the kind of lives that ultimately we see other people living. It's almost like we have one muscle that's gotten really strong and everything else is atrophied and we don't have the ability to stand in our power and stand in our own lives in a way we know how to stand in other people's. And so for me, a huge learning experience, and I think being an independent and going off on your own, you're able to see these blind spots you've had because a lot of traditional salons keep you feeling cushy, cozy. And then you can kind of just be like, damn the man, you know, like, I hate how they run this. I hate how they treat us. But ultimately, why are you allowing yourself to be treated that way? Ultimately, why aren't you leaving? Why aren't you taking ownership in your life and i i know for myself even when my partnership ended i didn't want it to end and i remember ultimately getting to this place where i said i need this to be over and i feel like that was a defining pivotal moment in my life that had this snowball effect on everything because i in that moment realized that i actually had a say and i had a lot more ownership and a lot more responsibility and a lot more power than I had ever given myself credit for having. And I'd gone along with things and I hadn't seen uh, an example of someone standing in all of who they are and, and honoring themselves and also getting to know themselves, getting to know what it is that makes them tick. I now have taken some time in my life, you know, through you know, doing extracurricular things I want to do to actually get to know myself, which is such a foreign concept because we go from being in high school to hair school, from hair school to the hair salon. And then what? We wake up 12 years later and we're like, who am I? And I think it slowly happens over time. And I, one of my clients this week said something so beautiful in the salon. She said, I think the person we come here as is always there. It might get buried under things. She said, but ultimately, you don't ever lose it. It's always there. She's like, who you are is always who you are. And I think to me, that reminder of like, yeah, it's because I found myself at 30 years old, so lost, so lost as to where I was and disoriented. And I remember thinking, how did I get here? like, how did I get here? I did everything I was supposed to do. I worked at the right salons. I treated people kindly. I gave and 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 this is where it landed me. And even now, as I talk about it, I get very emotional because I feel so much compassion for that person because they had it, if they had quarter turned it and they had given, but given to their comfort level versus past it, They would have had a life that felt so different, and that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about sharing uh, my experience because I think it leaves a lot of clues, and I think a lot of people can see themselves in story. So, for instance, you you know, like I think I I think I was living from this standpoint of like I get to be forever. I want to be for everyone. I want everyone to come. But I'll read a Brene Brown book, so like I'm a girl boss, but at the same time. I still needed to keep everyone with me and so what I ended up having to do was I had to lose myself to keep everyone and I don't think I've ever articulated it like that but that is a hundred percent what happened and it wasn't a conscious knowing and it wasn't something that I think other people uh, had any like ownership in either because ultimately we are responsible for ourselves and the lives we lead and when we know better we do better and i now see that and i see how every time i didn't listen to that little whisper of like you don't want to come in on your day off or you don't you don't want to go to that person's birthday party that they invited you to or you don't want to do this but you rode past it i continue i continue to lose trust in myself and so ultimately my journey as an independent stylist has been me learning to do what I want to do and to be unapologetic and not water myself down to the point of being for everyone. And I say this a lot because I know people are scared to make changes and they're scared to uh, raise their prices and they're scared to enforce that policy. But I think that Rewiring your relationship to being afraid sometimes it's it means you're on the right track and something that I've said over and over is like I often make changes in my business and I feel like in those moments I feel like some sort of referee style man is going to pop out with a whistle and blow it and tell me not allowed offsides I don't know sometimes I do sports analogies and I don't know sports but I've yet to see that person. And I know that when I feel like that, I'm headed somewhere that's really going to honor me and it's scary, but it's like a good scary. And, you know, I, I think it's just, who am I to do this? Who am I not to like, why, why, why do I think, why have I been, you know, taught that like, or like had this messaging that I'm not deserving And I think that so many of us as hairstylists, these little things over the years and what we've been told what being a good hairstylist is, it's being available. I disagree. I completely disagree. I'm very unavailable. And when I'm available, I'm so in it. I'm so present, so present that I think that it actually counterbalances and counter, it has an opposite effect. It's like, what if before I showed up at 30% presence. And now I show up at a hundred, but I'm not, you can't get into me like you got into me before. So then the demand for my time goes up and people are more, more, they see more value in it. And then when you, when they come in and you, you bring all of yourself to it and you bring like your passions and you bring that your interests and you bring your heart that pays off in dividends. So I share all this to say that you silence that's my friend Jenny, who I talk about in every episode. Jenny, not right now. We'll get the Keurig pods. Um, and she, God bless her. I love her so much. Um, she just can't stay off these episodes. She has to text. She has to, she's really trying to get in here. Um, but ultimately, I really do feel like this idea of who am I to is something that we need to sit down and almost journal about. Like, who am I to? And then write down all the things you want to do. And I think ultimately, if you look at those things, and you look at what actually stands in your way, it's not your clients. It's not the salon owner. It's actually you. And when I think about who am I to, I think about a quote from Brendan Burchard. There's this quote that he says, it's like, who is she thinks she is? And he says, I think she's someone concerned with living her best life and not concerned with how it impacts you or how you feel about it. And I think a lot of us, and I know myself, I've had to adapt this kind of mentality of being kind and gracious and grateful for my life. But the thing is, is the more I live my life in a way that honors me, it's the more grateful and more gratitude I have. And I'm able to have a life that is beyond, beyond anything I thought I could have had. And I, I just, I want that so much for other hairstylists. And I know that they, a lot, oftentimes we think like, oh yeah, if I just stopped working here, but everywhere you go, there you are. And the same lack of ownership you took in the salon that you worked in that wasn't yours you will find yourself kind of recreating in your own space. And so that's why I share this idea of questioning and challenging what you believe is possible for you and what you believe you're allowed to have. And then generally speaking, it ties back to something in our childhood that we witnessed or saw or experienced. And I really believe that the life I get to have today is only possible because I've sat with it and I have this visual and it's in, it's in the freebie that I want you guys to have price yourself to have a life. I don't know if it's called that, but you know, I'm, I'm changing the name every episode, but I talk about this idea. It's like a three part idea of like, how do you have internal world to have, to be empowered enough to make the changes Well, you have to have space in your life to get to know yourself, to cultivate that relationship, but you can't really get off the hamster wheel until you start making some of those changes to create the space. And so that's where this chart that hopefully Crystal, my virtual assistant, is able to execute and show you. God bless her soul. I hope you have a wave making day and I care about you and I want to see you have a life. I want you to have your version of being on a boat on Lake Michigan on a Friday at noon. I don't know what that is for you, but you do, you know, sit with it, figure it out and let's make it happen.